Hello, I am Amber. I'm Chelsea. And welcome to Politics But Make It Fashion. Come chat with us. Trigger warning, this episode contains conversations about suicide. If you are experiencing any mental health issues or need any emergency assistance for mental health issues, please dial 988. Oh, happy motherfucking Sunday. Happy Sunday, everybody. Happy Sunday. Sunday fun day. Yay. Oh, no, that's right. <laughs> no, I do love a good Sunday. You know. Can I, I feel, listen, for all of our listeners, you're about to get the most relaxed version of Chelsea <laughs> that you'll ever get. I feel so calm. I feel so relaxed. I'm at home. Living my best life. Yeah. So what are you doing? Well, I am home. Uh, I made pancakes this morning. So we kind of had like a big, yes, we had a big breakfast. So that was good. Jacqueline, um, we had a long day yesterday, so she's tired. So she went to sleep. Um, So she's been asleep for like an hour or so now. Oh, Um, wait, she put herself down for a nap or you mean last mm -hmm. night? No, today she put herself down for a nap. I just have so much respect for Jacqueline being like, (laughs) you know what? I'm younger, but I'm still going to be rational enough to say. It's a yeah. time for me. Yeah. Yeah. So yesterday, um, she normally takes a nap whenever, like, she doesn't have school. Um, I call it rest time. But she normally goes down around 12 o'clock. And yesterday we had, she had dance practice in the morning. Um, and then we had the Beast Feast at the Legion. And Which then we we're went talk to a hockey that. game. The yeah. Hockey, then we went yeah. to a hockey game tonight. So she had a long day and was exhausted and stuff. So. Okay. Side yeah. note, this is a shameless plug for our listeners, but if you have not seen Amber Viola on TikTok, please take a look. Cause her reels are always great. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the real girl from the hockey game. It looked like you guys had so much fun with the oh, lightsabers. I had so much fun. It was Star Wars night, guys. I love Star Wars so, so much. Um, So we took a lot of pictures. They had like, a bunch of Star Wars characters there. They had some newer ones from like the Mandalorian and stuff like that. And of course, Jedi. Um, there was a female Jedi and Jacqueline was very excited about that. Yes. She's like, Oh my gosh, it's a girl. Yes. Yes. She felt seen. So it was fun. Um, the Scranton Wolfsburg Penguins lost. I'm so sorry. In overtime, but it was, um, it was a good game and we had fun. That was my boyfriend's first time going to a hockey game. Oh my gosh, girl. That's yeah. so fun. That's a great way to spend a Saturday night. Yeah, but it is. Jacqueline I... loves it. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I have burning questions inside my body right now about the friggin' <laughs> Beast Feast. Why? Okay. I feel like your Legion and your area is always consuming some food that sounds so foreign to me. Yeah. And I forget that you guys are just in Pennsylvania, not a completely different country. Yeah, Pennsylvania. So please share with our listeners what a beast feast entails. Okay, so um, I am commander of Goolsboro American Legion Post Two Seven Four. As we're seen in, in the Scranton Times. Yeah, we're um, we're in need of a new roof, so please donate. Um, mm-hmm. We have the Venmo. 
um, so every year we've been doing it now for about 10 years. Um, it's an annual beast feast. And basically what it is, it's coming down from like hunting season and you're coming into the spring and people are in the community, they are getting together and cooking and kind of showing off what they caught, um, over the course of that year. So it's a lot of wild game. Um, and definitely some wild combinations and it's a free, free day for people just to come out and be together and try a bunch of different food you would never try eat. Um, people donated a lot of money. My bar did amazing yesterday. So, um, it was packed in there. We had so many people come out and I mean, girl, we had, I know you guys want to know. Um, so there was like, there was turtle soup. Mm. There was um, beaver, almost like pulled pork, but pulled beaver. No. There was um, bear stroganoff. Uh-uh. Um, venison meatballs. I'm pretty sure there was like bear meatloaf. Um, there was a pheasant dish um, that I heard was amazing. And there was some fi- wild fish that was caught and fried up and stuff. There was some alligator um, and I'm sure that I'm missing so many more bear and venison dishes and everything. And I, it, we had so much, so much food. Um, so for all you listeners out there, I mean, I'm pretty much like a chicken girl. Like I like, <laughs> like I like, like I'm a chicken girl. I like maybe bacon, some shrimp. Okay? Right. Maybe, I, right. I do love seafood, but I'm just I'm not a big meat eater at all. Um, I was vegan for years, um, vegetarian for years. Too. So for me, eating meat, it, it's, I don't need it. Um, so it wasn't necessarily my favorite thing to do to try all the different foods and stuff. But like, I mean, people loved it. I made my boyfriend a plate, a bunch of, all, like I gave him little samples of kind of everything. Um, people loved it. I, I probably would have been sick. So um. <laughs> I definitely would have been sick. And I don't know why this sounds like such a foreign concept to me. Girl, I'm married to a hunter. Yeah. Like, Matthew I think he hunts. would love it. I think he would have absolutely loved it. And, Girl, um, love it. He would have been given recipes. He, he well, I was going to say, yeah, I was going to say that he loves to cook and they, like, he would have enjoyed it because one of the thing about the Beast Feast, though, that is really cool is, that, I mean, people be throwing down. Like, people be making some dishes with this stuff and, I'm not necessarily don't really want to try, but it looks good. And, and like, people are saying, wow, this is really good. So I thought about him because I was like, well, Matt would love this. Girl, like, I you know what? Next year, next year, <laughs> we are, you heard it first, guys. Next year, Chelsea and Matt are going to come to their first beast feast in Goolsboro, Pennsylvania. I mean, I'm probably going to bring a side of Thai food myself, but like I will come and like Well, there was I think somebody did make vegetarian chili. Um, oh, there was some wild smoked salmon dip. That Ooh. was pretty that was really good. I just don't know why this sounds so strange to me, like, especially <laughs> being married to a hunter cuz and here's the thing, in my mind I'm like if you had to like survive <laughs> Okay, like if the world was going to crap, it's like Armageddon, you're starving, and you had to eat beaver, pulled beaver, like, duh, of course. Right, right, But like on a random Saturday for funsies, I just, it seems like such a foreign concept, but I love that not only did you not partake in any of the food, but you like headed it up. 
<laughs> you were like really down to be there for the experience and for the camaraderie. And I just, I mean, good for you. Yeah. When I was, um, when I was in the Navy, I would, this was something that I would drive up here for. So like, I would drive up here for the weekend of like the beast feast to be able to come. Um, I can't see my friends and hang out. And even then guys, I was, wasn't eating it. Um, actually then I probably was even less inclined <laughs> to eat it, but I have like my, um, my best friend, uh, Jim, he makes, he is my, um, he's on my cabinet as well at the Legion. But he makes uh, deer chili, and it's really, really good. Um, and I've—I remember the first time I had it, I got sick because I just had never eaten deer before. Um, but like I've ate it since then, and it's—it's it's good. Um, I think he also wait. I made, his mom made it was maybe like venison, like meatballs or something like that, or um, like wimpies, but venison. Whatever it was was good. So I'm just out here eating Bambi now, you know. Well, I mean, like well, every I, once in a while. <laughs> okay, I have been with Matt for like 15 years at this point, and I still feel devastated every single time, every single November when he kills Bambi. But you know what? It's like it's so funny. It's such a foreign. I think that's what it is. It's like I I did not grow up that way. I don't whatever but he's do like, you remember like, when like when we hit when you hit when you hit that possum um <laughs> like... i was unwell for weeks and, I, and it was a possum they're like super violent and mean but like y'all I, chelsea had us outside of the car like in, trying to night, resuscitate the trying possum. to like first of all trying to find it Number i know one, i was like oh my gosh somebody's cat yeah, we have to get it what am i supposed to do right now thank you for bringing that up up amber because do i remember i'm literally still traumatized but oh, I my, just... oh my god Kelsey, did i tell you that paul beat a possum the other day in a yard Beat. yeah okay like with like, like his fists with um with a pooper scooper oh my gosh so, guys it's like animal farm here um and there was there Pennsylvania, was, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> there, was, there was definitely a fox that was living back here. But there's a family of cats um, that are big. They're huge. They're bigger than my... I have a little dog. Um, he's about six pounds. And they're bigger than him. And then there is groundhogs and there is a possum. And so one night he took the dogs out. And this was like maybe two weeks ago. And the dogs were acting weird you know, in a yard and he went over to see and he had like the little pooper scooper thing in his hand. Um, and he saw a possum and it like hissed at him and he hit it with the pooper <laughs> scooper and he like <laughs> hit it again and then kind of like ran and got the dogs to like bring him in the house. Oh my, you know, good for Paul. He was like, what you're not going to do is piss at me. Right. Ever. Right, ever. <laughs> in my in my yard. When, in I, my have own to put, when I have to pick up poop and oh. it's cold like at night. Right girl <laughs> but um but like people eat possum and stuff and who know. people who eat possum. people up here yeah. and because so my mom had a groundhog um no. that she fights with every year <laughs> in her yard <laughs> and actually and it's it's back it just made its first appearance so the groundhog um it digs holes in her yard every year and she gets so mad. At well, this naturally. Like, I'm so, mad for her. So, like, they literally fight. So she just said it, like, peeked its head out. So, of course, I was at my Legion, and this was last year. 
and I was talking about how do I get rid of a groundhog? Well, uh, to my chagrin, apparently it's, it's good eating. Okay. And I need, instead of trying to get rid of the groundhog, I needed to be trying to shoot the groundhog to eat it. Shoot. Okay. Oh, and, my and kill it. God. And apparently a groundhog has like a sack or something. A sack of what? I, girl, again, I don't know. Inside of its body, so they're like, so like, they're like, you, you gotta make sure you don't rupture the sack. Chelsea, now at this point, I have like seven men around me. No, like, very no serious conversation, very serious. I give me like detailed instructions <laughs> on like what to do with this groundhog. No, I like all I was asking was, can I put a mortar in the ground, like to blow up to get rid of this thing, <laughs> or like Stop the holes. You know, or can I shoot it? I was like, you know, I'll bring my bring my gun out to my mom's house and we'll just shoot the groundhog. And, you know, and now I'm getting a lecture on on the deliciousness of groundhog and saving the sack and say, yeah, not rupturing the sack. No, you know what? Like, and you know what, Amber, you know what I really appreciate? I felt very alone in the sense that I being the only person from New Jersey to marry someone who is an avid hunt hunter. Yeah. I feel like I, I share this bond with you with a perplexment of, I don't know, saving beaver sacks, eating turtle soup. <laughs> like I just, it's, it's, it's a phenomenon to me yeah. and I'm still trying to take it all in. Yeah. I mean, it is wild to think about us younger in Jersey, like not even in that mindset like, of, like hanging out on it. south Street. yeah right exactly not even thinking about like you know killing animals or you know i'm sure we were probably like save the deer or whatever yeah because <laughs> you know? that's the only foreign animal we ever saw that like wasn't like a dog a domesticated dog yeah. girl i can't it's a whole different life it's a whole different life Oh my goodness. Um, yes. So this evening, Chels, after this, I will be moderating an event at, um, in Wilkes-Barre with one of our state representatives, Joanna McClinton. Um, and she just became the first black female speaker of the Pennsylvania House. Oh, wow. Um, this is the woman that I was telling you about because she also is a reverend. And oh my gosh. She's she's amazing. Like she honestly, like she's she's so smart. She's so passionate. She's gorgeous. Um well spoken and and friendly. Just the nicest. Like we've been chatting um on Instagram. Like we I you know, I slid into her DMs and you know, said some stuff. I mean, maybe like a year ago. And we've chatted ever since. Um we're working on getting her on the pod, guys. Yes. For for an interview, but tonight she'll be at King's College, um, and it's a uh, Women's History Month, a conversation with PA Joanna, PA speaker Joanna McClinton, and it's tonight at six o'clock. If you guys want to go, the event is free if you live up here, um, but anyway, I will be up there moderating and stuff like that. So what do you mean by moderating? Like, what do you mean? So what it is, it's almost like a, since it's a conversation, she's going to talk and give some remarks and things like that. And then when you signed up for the event and registered, you have the opportunity to ask a question and submit that. And then we got questions from the audience and then there'll be some of us who are on stage with her as well. And we'll be like facilitating those questions and asking and, and kind of having a conversation with her. So like, I want to talk to her about, you know, 
what does it take as a female and a black female to kind of like run and and play that political game especially in a climate of where like you're looked at as aggressive or like you're a bitch or different things when men are seen as like you know a boss and in charge how do you kind of navigate that especially being like a black woman you know so that's kind of along the vein of like questions that i kind of want to ask her and different things like that so that's tonight so i was trying to have actually a more relaxed um sunday and then um (laughs) so then this is tonight though but it's only i think it's only supposed to be like an hour or so so well girl i feel like that's such a great opportunity and thing to attend and um uh, a great opportunity to be a part of something like that like to be truly in the middle of a conversation like that yeah yeah no it's cool it's been uh it's been a great weekend um last night chelsea i was on fox news Oh my word! It's been burning <laughs> to flames. I'm shocked. <laughs> no, uh, I know. I, well, girl, no. And you know, girl, my phone was blowing up. Like people were telling me about it, and I was like, I just didn't know I had so many avid Fox News watchers who also were avid Amber Viola followers. So you know, oh, hey avid. guys. <laughs> but um, <laughs> there was a clip of me on on One Nation with Brian Kilmeade. And um, it was talking about Scranton telling Joe Biden not to run for office in 2024. Oh, my Um, gosh. Scranton (laughs) said, Joe, don't do it. (laughs) Well, to be honest with you, I'm kind of surprised because that he is running. (sighs) Just because, like, of, like, here's, and here's the thing. I, I would never make fun of somebody who's elderly. But, like, you can tell, like, you know, your core starts to, your muscles start to loosen a little bit. And look, girl, the every, everything, the, the everything falls. starts to loosen. Well, yeah, you know? and then just, like, and, like, again, I'm not, I'm not making fun of, girl, I feel like there were so many people, like, making fun of him for his speeches and just whatever. Right. I, when I tell you that I genuinely, more than anything, kind of felt concerned. But, yeah. like, at the end of the day, I also respect the fact that he's like, yo, like, I'm finishing this thing through. Okay, right. great. But now he's right. trying to say, I'm really going to run again. Well, because I think there has to be a balance between, like, you're not being ageist, but you're just stating facts. And the fact is, like, once you... um, I was listening to uh, a podcast that I love, Guys Growing Up Christian, and they were talking about like one of their grandparents still being like watching Fox news all the time and still being like super in that mindset of conservatism to the point where you can't have a conversation. And he was saying like, yes, I'm not going to argue with my 90 year old grandmother because I know that like, it's not rational to argue with somebody that old and like, you're really not going to change their mind. And you know that their brain isn't making the best like decisions at this time in, in their life. And I'm just like, and he like prefaced that with kind of talking about <clears throat> some of our politicians who were in their 80s and 90s and not just Joe Biden. But when you think about that, like, you know, when you talk about your Nan and say, you know, oh, Nan, she, you know, she's just old or whatever. That's that's how we preface when we when we talk about older people and like our our grandparents and stuff. But yet we have politicians who are also like the same age. You know what I mean? So it's like, oh, Joe, just <laughs> just well, go relax. Like you've got a great home in Delaware. Go like enjoy yourself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And apparently yeah. he's a big sleep. He likes to sleep in. Like go sleep in and like go be in the pool. Like you know right. what I'm saying? 
Um, and girl, I just like, I feel like I have to say, because like the guy from growing up Christian, um, is like, Oh, like my grandmother's not in the right state of mind or like not in like, she's not going to change her mind. Um, and yeah. like that maybe watching Fox news isn't the best, best decision because here's the deal. I feel like Fox news definitely has an agenda, but so does like the news, his preferred, um, intake of news 100% has their own agenda as well. So any news stream, especially right now, that's big. And well, the only thing time, I would just say against that is Fox news literally just came out and they lie to people. And but it's I feel like been, so does CNN. But I mean, but Chelsea, I'm talking about proven, like proven in messages and text messages, emails saying that we don't believe the election was stolen, but we're going to go on TV shows and say that it was stolen. Like, yeah. I'm not talking about we believe everybody lies. Like, I'm talking about concrete, no, this one news station actively is is lying to the American people. And I don't think that's a bias. And that's where I don't think it's the same as CNN. I'm not telling y'all to go watch CNN. I got my own feelings about a lot of stuff. But I think there is a big difference between CNN or MSNBC and, and Fox. And I, and I do. And I think that's the reason. Because, like, even Rupert Murdoch was saying, like, uh, you know, we're getting COVID vaccines. We're wearing masks. Fox News people are working from home. And they all got the vaccine and they're, and, but we're going to get on the TV and tell people not to get it, that it's poison. Like, you know what I mean? It was just, um, through, they had, uh, court filings and stuff. So through affidavits and you see like emails and text messages from people like blatantly lying. And I, and I just think that that is a big difference. So well, I'm not yeah. saying that other but things also, aren't biased, but I just, I don't think you can compare the two in the same well, But I way. feel like CNN was also pushing the whole mask mandate, even when it came out, even when it came out that yet, hey, guess what? This ain't doing nothing. But they kept pushing that narrative, but it's not as popular to go after CNN as it is to go after Fox News. But, yeah, but uh, you're not seeing emails and texts from them either, blatantly yeah, but, lying to the American but people. I feel like there, you, there were emails and text messages, but... Again. What, email, what emails and text messages? Is it? Chelsea, I'm talking about proof. I'm talking about right now, not like this is proof it came out. It's different. Like it, 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 we can't sit here and say that things are the same and equal when they're they're not. It's just it's just not the I same. I just feel like it is the same. I feel like basically there's like one news news um what's it called news forum, and it's not even American. It's like foreign. Where they like literally are like, here's what's going on. And there's like nothing behind, like there's no, at this point, seemingly agenda behind it. And I feel like the same thing, like CNN, like whatever Fox News stands for, CNN and um, other news factions stand up for the exact opposite. And it's just like Fox News digs its heels into some stupid stuff that is like, just like ridiculous, right? I feel like CNN does the same exact thing. But... CNN's more popular and like you can even say like oh like this person quit CNN because of all of the BS that they were pushing but it's like not a big of a deal because Fox News is just made it's like more popular to hate on Fox News than it is. I don't I don't agree with that a lot of people watch Fox News they play Fox News at every army base but the fact is like when it comes out that it's a proven fact that they were they're lying to people telling them to well, that's I'll never agree on that because I feel like every news. I mean, I think Fox News is one hundred percent lies to people and like has these crazy um, 
what's the word crazy agendas that where I'm like oh my gosh the agenda is so blaring I can't even like be in the same room but when we have facts that say something when we then say well everything is also bad I think it really just takes away because it undermines it and then it's like well, well it undermines it because one's... here's the thing at the end of the day a lot of these news like again same thing with the Republicans and the Democrats the Republicans are doing stupid stuff just like the Democrats are and at the end of the day they all have their agendas they're all owned by different people and that's not undermining that's a fact like if you're out here trying to say like oh this is an agenda it's just the democratic no i'm saying i think that is a fact but then when one person does something and you and i can't say that this person did this and this new station did this and it was wrong without it being like well everybody else did it too i just don't agree with that part of it it's like things can stand alone on their own and be bad and we don't have to then go to the opposite side but i think we kind of do that because if this side if this side was wrong for doing it, so is this side. Anyone who's but if doing we're, it is But wrong. if we're talking about one thing specifically, why even bring that up? Like, why bring that in? It only, you only bring it into the conversation to make that side feel better. Like, no, you I don't say, do it to make that well, side feel better. I think I, we're doing this too, so. I do it to make sure that everyone understands. Like, if you're literally sitting here and trying to think that your news of choice isn't creating, like, if you really think that there's a news station right now with non-biased But I don't think news, that anybody thinks that. And I don't think the guy who was talking about this with his Nana, I don't think that's what he was saying at all. What he was talking about specifically was Fox News. And I think we can talk about Fox News without having to talk about anything else. Like, you can say that this news agency literally came out and said that they were lying to people telling them that Trump really won the election when they all knew he lost. They're all emailing and saying, we know Trump lost. We think Trump is absolutely crazy. But I'm going to get on my show at eight o'clock and tell people that Trump actually won. That is blatant. And that is that's different. Like it's it can stand alone on its own. And I can say that without then having to say, well, Democrats lie, too. Shit, we know ever, a lot of people lie. Everyone but we're talking lies. about one thing right now that is a fact that happened. And I have a hard time doing that, though. And I hear what you're saying. I understand what you're saying, where it's like, oh, I'm speaking specifically about this. But it's hard yeah. for me to be like, oh, yeah, like Fox News, because I'm like, yeah, Fox News sure does lie. And so does everybody else. And I feel like, especially as an American citizen who works super hard and pays taxes, I feel offended by all of these things on TV, by, by looking at these people knowing that, like, they're making millions of dollars a year and they know what's right and wrong and they're lying to me. Like, like I'm offended that Fox News does it. I'm offend, offended that CNN does I'm offended that all these people do it and they have a platform to do so and it's exalted and they do it every day, Monday through Friday, and then a different person on the weekend. So I hear what you're saying, but I guess, like, for me personally, I just, like, anytime I hear, like, Fox News lie, I'm like, yep, they sure are, and so is everyone else. Well, I know, and, it, and, I, and it frustrates me so much. It, it makes me so mad. <laughs> because I just, because, like, we were just talking about uh state representative, who I think is an amazing person. So, like, when we paint all politicians, everybody lies, all Democrats lie. She's a Democrat. You know what I mean? So, like, we have to be able to say that there's good people out there. There's good politicians. There's good journalists. There are good reporters. And, guys, you just have to find, you know, your vibe out there and stuff like that. And and to me, you know, watch everything. Able to be flexible enough to see everything. But I think if something's bad, we have to be able to say that this one thing is bad without doing whataboutism. Because it, well, it just undermines but I also think it. That, I also think that, uh, girl, I saw this TikTok by well it was a it was an interview done by girl none other than russell brand 
And it literally gives me physical pain <laughs> to even say that I was like, wow. I mean, I wish it was. No, I think else. he's really smart and he's really. But, he, um... but you know what he said? And this is and I think this is where I where I really come into agreement again. No one is more shocked than I am that I'm saying this about Russell Brand. But he's like, we need a complete system overhaul because guess what? Everybody is lying and everybody is a mess. And we need to take money out of politics and we need a complete overhaul of our system. And girl, I could not be more in alignment with that idea because it's like we're out here glorifying this Democrat who didn't lie about this, but is probably lying about that. And then we're trying to fight what this Democrat is doing with this Republican who is guaranteed lying about this, probably gay, but like fighting the good fight against the gay. Oh my God. Wait, you saw that. Did you see the one about that? Um, the, (laughs) the Republican guy from Tennessee who was liking all the little gay boys pictures on Instagram. No. I'm leaving comments. Chelsea Hughes leave. <laughs> but, but again, but guess what? But guess why he is pushing the anti-gay agenda? Right. Because that's what's going to get him the yeah. votes from the Republican people, which is the which is the party that picked him up. Yeah. So at the end yeah. of the day, that that's why I'm saying I'm like I do feel like I hear what you say about what aboutism, but I feel like my frustration comes in with the overall aspect, and I find it hard to separate the two because I'm like they're all lying. I feel yeah. lied to you on a constant. I used to intake news like hours. I'm really glad you explained that though. Like I, I like I don't agree, but I I understand your where you're coming from with that. And I and I do honestly feel the overall frustration too. Like I, yeah. I do. It's frustrating because it's like you're you have to go so far out of your way to kind of get the truth sometimes. You know what I well, mean? Yeah. To get and, and that's this why- piece from here and this piece from there and and that's why things like Twitter and like TikTok are good because you can get real time information, even from journalists and stuff, like who are actually like on the ground places. Like the guy who got um kicked out of the meeting in um Palestine, Ohio after the train derailment. Like we got to see that in real time because he was on his phone, you know, and we got to see how they were treating a journalist and and kind of see the information. So like and that that scares me then when we talk about um, taking things away, because then a lot of these avenues have been big free speech avenues to where, yes, we get a lot of crap, but you also are able to get real time news that it's hard for them to lie and fake about because they're right there you know what i mean right uh, and then and now they're talking about like banning tiktok and different things like that and it's like i don't i don't know what, what the answer is to that but that's one of the things that concerns me because a lot of the big news organizations do have agendas and so a lot of the news people are intaking now is from little sources you know online little independent people who are who are doing them and and if those things get taken away, then like only we're only going to have these big conglomerate like three news agencies, which obviously is not working for us right now. <laughs> no, because guess what? They're they're like I feel like it's like at the end of the day, they don't care about what the fight is about. They care about what's going to bring in the most ratings, which effectively gives them the most money. And if it's going to be this agenda, that's what they're going to push. And on on every single – I always say both sides because I feel like I always talk about Democrats and Republicans. But this is on every – like whatever yeah. side is going to make the most money, that's going to be what people do. And it's like – I don't know. I'm super – I don't know if you want to call it disillusioned or whatever, but I'm like <laughs> – 
it's really even too when I'm like I'm not even listening to anything with like a negative mindset I'll just sit down and be thinking nothing drinking my coffee and then somebody put something on and I'm like okay if that isn't your take and push and agenda on it I don't know what else is I need to go downstairs now and sit in silence because this is annoying like it's just (laughs) like like could you just say hey guess what the banks did yeah they did this as opposed to being like and now republicans will be pushing this it's like just freaking okay okay and like i said i feel like all uh, unfortunately uh, all the politicians have something that they're like and we see i feel like we see this on tv shows right and then we're like oh my gosh it's just tv if you think that like some politician isn't out here with a bleeding heart coming into the game, trying to do the right thing, but then they realize, like, hey, if I say this, this is going to pull this part of the Jenga piece out and break down the whole tower so I can't say it. Okay, well, that's exactly, I feel like that's exactly what happens, and it just sucks. Oh, you're going to lose this sponsor. Well, then you're going to lose money, and then you can't yeah. do this. Well, so that, well that's why we need money out of politics. And I'm that's saying. why Dodd-Frank was such a disaster. I'm just saying. Um, because a corporation is not a person. Period. Supreme Court, Hi. Um, and shouldn't be counted that way. And that would eliminate so much with our election systems. And, and because of the amount of money it costs to run elections, um, the amount of money it costs to get reelected, that half the time you are spending your term doing what you just said, where you're worried about how am I going to get money and get reelected, even get money for the things that I care about, even getting money for the things that I need. I need to be in office to do that. Right. So, like, if I don't even have the money to get into office, then how do I, how am I even able to kind of do those things? And that's why we don't have a lot of regular, smuggler people just out here running for office because it's so expensive and it's hard. And our laws in the Supreme Court made it even harder to do that. And, and money in politics is a, is a such a, such a huge issue. Um, but I don't know if you watched any of the, the hearings with um the tiktok hearings so no i only heard brief like distant mumblings about how they were saying but here's the thing so this is i have someone close in my life who is a fox news consumer Mm -hmm. and has like knows that like girl i go on so listen i'm 37 years old and i am a TikTok person. I love TikTok. I actually look at TikTok a lot. I get a lot of DIY ideas and a lot of cooking ideas and a lot of spiritual upliftment and encouragement yeah. on TikTok. Yeah. And this person is constantly like, oh my gosh, I just saw on the news that um, essentially it's a Chinese tool to look and track you. And yeah. so, of course, in my mind, I'm like, okay, like, I'm not going to argue with you, but like, that's okay that you think that. And like, please don't put TikTok on your phone then. I have TikTok on mine. So I've heard about it and heard about it, like, in that yeah. sense. And I yeah. know that that's kind of what's being put out into the world. But then I did hear that there's a whole intense situation where we're actually talking about this in courts. Yeah. Yeah. And they're talking, <laughs> but this is, this is my only thing though. If there's no bearing to the fact that maybe this is a tool, a tool of the Chinese, whatever, then like, why is it in the court? But then on the other hand, the other part of me is like, are we again, what I always have my own opinion. I Mm -hmm. always have my own mindset. I always have my own faith that determines a lot of my decisions, but I also always default to 
America being what it is and why my ancestors came here. Yeah. And that's for freedom overall. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, what are we supposed to say? So girl, anyway, all that to say, that's. No, I mean, that's totally like kind of my perspective on it from going into it was kind of the same. Like I had heard kind of that Fox News side of it, of it being terrible. Uh, you know, the Chinese are spying on us. My personal thing about that is if they want my information it's already out there they probably like i don't know i don't know what to tell you guys we've been online shopping and doing all this stuff for 100 years me and chelsea have been on the internet since we were 10 years old they specifically at it. Jean. right yeah. <laughs> like, um but the ceo of tiktok his uh ceo chu he was um in the house committee and they had a whole like hearings and stuff and basically he was there to kind of sell tiktok and say like tiktok isn't a tool of the chinese government and it was kind of wild watching him talk about our free speech and how the u.s is trying to ban our free speech by banning tiktok and he kind of was using that against us um the biden administration recently threatened to ban tiktok over fears that its beijing based owner bite dance could pass user data to the chinese government so it is in the court system um one of the things chelsea that you i don't think you know this aspect of it but your your questioning your line of questioning is right is tiktok is really popular so the other big popular social media giant meta which is facebook and instagram they don't like how popular tiktok is their tiktok's number one so they've been lobbying for our government to ban it due to spyware and it being in sync with the chinese government so is there spyware or not i mean i think maybe because this is one thing I will tell you I think is genius because, and look, this is actually this person in my life who is close to me, who does consume a lot of Fox news said to me. And I was like, that's actually really interesting. Cause they were saying that like, Oh my gosh, like they're getting your information. They're going, and I was like, what, what in the world does the <laughs> government care about me? Like I'm literally out here like working right. and coming home and spending my weekends in the house. Like I don't understand. And then you know what she said? She was like, Yeah, and how many other billions of TikTok users as well? And I was like, Wow, way to get organized. So like I can kind of see how that would be a genius move because right. like, yeah, maybe they're not getting into like our government's deep secrets, but if they're if they have the overall access to the vast majority of Americans. But I think people, whatever spyware or whatever, like, um, data mining services that they're probably using, I mean, I think that all of them are probably using a similar information. Okay. Like, that's what happened. Our, our data is getting mined to where, like, your phone, it's not exactly like your phone listens to you, but yeah. the your phone, it's so intricate with the algorithms and kind of almost it's guessing and it's able to predict through you me coming over your house and hopping on your wi-fi network is going to then get me ads for stuff that you recently bought like furniture and it and yes plants. and it yes and it's gonna assume that because i'm your friend i'm going to your house we're close enough that i use your i'm on your wi-fi that i'm also going to be interested in those things so when i come home and i see pop-ups for plants and i'm like oh my god me and chelsea were just talking about plants it wasn't that it hurt us talking about it it knows that that's something that you've been looking at and buying 
and now it's passed on to me. So like all of this stuff is there. There's come and if Facebook really could shut the fuck up, honestly, to be honest. Because like they Because like they're the main ones out here selling our information, doing election interference, because they were just letting whoever say whatever, you know, um and they're the main proprietors of all this data mining software and stuff. And and then they want to get on and, and, to, and like be whispering in politicians' ears about um, banning TikTok. And that's why I'm kind of like, is it, is there spyware? Is it bad? Or is this kind of like... A conflict of interest. A conflict big... of, yeah, yes, exactly. And also it's a Chinese com- company and well, you know how... And that's um, what I was going to say. You know, I and there, like... there might be a little racism in there too. Well, I feel like, well, here's the thing. There might be a fundamental distrust because there is something, especially girl with what, you know, I don't know if you hear like the rumblings of COVID. Yeah. Oh my God. Did you know what is a panda dog? A raccoon raccoon dog. (laughs) That is not what I thought. Okay. Wait. So I saw, I heard COVID, (laughs) sorry guys, sidetrack, COVID rumblings. And they were saying that it might've started in, in China, but in like a raccoon dog. I, na- a, I have not a, heard a the dog same dog raccoon. Um. <laughs> I heard a bat. I heard a bat that they specifically let out of the lab, but I don't know. But, but that's what I was going to say. I think maybe they're kind of like, there is this fundamental like questioning going on right now, specifically yeah. of China and like other countries in Asia. And then Amer- or, um, Facebook and Instagram, are, they're, they're bo- I know Facebook is, but is, isn't Instagram also an American based company? It's owned by Facebook. Oh my gosh. See? So that's what I'm saying. So it's like, but see, and like, that's, this goes back to the, the, the thing we were talking about before. We can't trust anybody because at the end of the day, the biggest thing people are after is the money. And right. if TikTok gets more money, but girl, here's the deal. I prefer TikTok too. And I'm a grown woman. Like I'm pushing 40 over here and I'm like, I'd rather see TikTok than Instagram. Just right. saying. Yeah. So yeah. I guess we have to see, like, what did they say? Like, how far have they gotten in this um, <laughs> court hearing? Um, I don't, I don't know yet. It was still going on, and people were still um, like, they. I, appear- I'm so mad that you just sent me this picture. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I also, said- it's adorable. Can I this picture so i can put on the instagram i um i sent chelsea a picture of a raccoon dog which is the last animal i heard that is why the coronavirus was uh because of was this was this animal so no we'll we'll um we'll keep you guys updated about the tiktok thing i don't know what's gonna happen what i do honestly though and i don't know if this might be an unpopular opinion but i don't have an issue with it being banned on government phones like, I think that's fine. Do that. Like, you probably shouldn't have, like, whatever on your government phone. Oh, wait. Was that the whole anyway. issue? No, that's part of the was issue. Was that the whole issue? No, oh, it's part of it. Okay. It, well, did, yeah, it was I just one you. part. Yeah. I agree with you. And I was you. like, okay, that makes sense. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Even if you're not sure if it's just questionable, like, um, you know, that's fine. But, oh, Chels, did you know this? Um, I was looking up good news things and Wait, one of the like good good news as in like this is good news or yes. this is like a good article 
No, like good news as in like good we news want good events news. that are happening around the world. Yes. What you are positive things? I love because... that you're looking that up. No, yes. Say, I, we need some. Right. Yes. <laughs> but um, I saw that the divorce rates were falling. Um, and I thought that was some good news, especially after COVID. And that was so rough on people and relationships and stuff. And divorce rates have been considerably, considerably falling for the past year or so. Now, this is something and, that I could talk about for years and years and years and years and years. I think relationships are so interesting. Why do you think, or what did you see in the article that you read about divorce rates dropping? Like, what do they a- attribute the drop in or the drop to? So, I mean, they said it's a lot of factors. They said it could be financial. It could be people kind of like settling back to normal life after COVID and such a stressful event and kind of people being, wanting people around them. Um, And then they also mentioned maybe we're going to be in a recession too, so. Probably. Well, (laughs) well, okay, can can I tell you something? And again, this is bringing it back to TikTok. Like, I learn so much from scrolling through TikTok and I understand that there's like an algorithm and things that I'm interested in or like like seem to spend more time on they're going to send me more of that stuff but you know what please do I have seen so many things on relationships that have brought me so much like food for thought yeah. and things to think about and it, girl, I'm telling you right now it's from TikTok it ain't nothing special it's not things I'm looking up in a magazine or reading right. in a, a, a encyclopedia it's from TikTok and I'm like Dang. And a lot of it, to be honest with you, is pastors that are kind of like speaking on it or breaking it down. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that is so correct. I'm wondering if the drop in divorce rates is also slightly attributed to motherfucking TikTok. I don't know. Is TikTok saving our marriages? (laughs) (laughs) Well, honestly, there has, there just is so much information available out there now that you see about relationships. And I think that people are talking about them more honestly and opening. So honestly, TikTok, there was, I was in a terrible, abusive marriage. And I can't, can't even, we still can't even talk about it, girl. No. Makes me um, feel and mad. so there, I saw TikTok and this was years ago. Um, and I think this was before I had TikTok. I think this was when I was sneaking and watching TikTok videos on like Facebook. Um, And there was a girl who acted out this whole skit about how she would lie to her family and friends about her relationship Mm -hmm. and how like he bought her flowers and she posted about that he bought her flowers, but she didn't tell them that he punched a hole in the bathroom wall. And that's why she actually got the flowers, you know, Uh. or that they went out for their anniversary and it was so sweet. But what she didn't tell them was she planned the whole evening and like, pick the restaurant and reservation right right and this thing and how like you present this facade to the public and how you're just not honest with people and it hit me like a gut punch like I I think I was probably crying because I was like I did this and I didn't even know I did this and I would never say that I was lying to my family or friends like I would never say that I would never think that oh I was lying to Chelsea but I wasn't honest with you I well, didn't yeah. tell well, you right, about I found out about the, a lot of the stuff after you were like, I'm getting divorced. I was like, what? Yeah. And you're yeah. like, oh, girl, sit down. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, my gosh. Right. And it but was, because it was you so felt crazy. Yes. yes. And how just 
you know, and how she was just like, you know, she said, be honest with your friends and families about your relationship. Be honest with them about what is happening in it. And I've, that's something that I've been for this relationship I'm in right now. And, and, um, I've really, really been sticking with like always just being honest and open about the things that are happening, good, the bad, the ugly, and talking with my, you know, friends and family about it and having honest conversations to kind of gauge. Cause sometimes, you know what, you are in love and you are, blind or it doesn't you aren't seeing how terrible everything is and i think sometimes like if you told your friends that yes my husband bought me flowers but it's because he punched a hole in the bathroom they would say leave <laughs> you know what? nobody my would friends care. would be here and they'd be like we all brought our cars put yourself in the right. car actually put right. his stuff in the car he's leaving yeah <laughs> nobody would even care about the flowers and i was yeah. just like how many times did i do that or you know did I just not say anything or try to put on a good face and stuff? And it was just so crazy. And I, and I saw that on a TikTok. I don't know who she was. I honestly, I think it was because I didn't have TikTok then, but I wish I could have followed her and stuff because that was some, such an amazing little piece of advice that she gave me that kind of like, first of all, changed my whole perspective and then changed my life in kind of the way that I proceeded on and stuff. So I think that there is, a lot of available information out there that is really helping people. A lot more people are getting therapy, you know, and now therapy is a lot more available to people. And I think that also might, might have something to do with it. Um, men are talking about their mental health and being more willing to be kind of open and honest with that. And I think fem women, we're being more open and honest with ourselves and our friends and families about the stuff that we put up with or kind of or have happened to us and everything you know well like and you know what like even to take that specific topic a step further because so like on the opposite end like what about a relationship where like it's it's not nearly as necessarily what's the word drastic in like in the sense of like okay like the husband might not be punching holes in the wall and trying to cover it up with like a random bouquet of flowers, but he's doing things that are a little bit more subtle. So it makes mm -hmm. it a little bit harder to follow. And I especially like felt this in a really real sense, because especially being a part of a, um, I don't want to say religious community, but I feel like growing up in a church and, and having a certain mentality and idea about what a relationship is and what yeah, a marriage looks yeah, like and kind yeah. of like, you just don't give up and all this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And like, but like even seeing different videos, different TikToks about like what that can look like and seeing other right. sound minded, sound gospeled following believers that might not be in my church, but be still kind of have the same faith that I have and being able to speak a little bit more honestly and have a different perspective than maybe people in my church do. Right. Even things like that, I think are like, no. And because honestly, when I was, when I knew I, I wanted to get divorced, I was so surprised and shocked by my own inner evangelicalism that was coming out that I didn't think was so instilled in me about getting divorced, about making it work, about being the Proverbs 31 woman. Yes, 31. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, all of those things came rushing back with a vengeance. 
about how I needed to do my duty and do my part and, and, you know, and not all of this stuff. And for that was a hard thing for me to really overcome. And I think that if, um, people would have had more honest conversations about it and been like, okay, yeah, I'm in a church. I'm a Christian. My husband beats me and I, I left and that's, and that's okay. And I didn't um, burst into flames. And I, right, right. And that's yeah. okay. Would have, you're right. That would have helped so many people and probably still help people. But that was something that I didn't even know I was going to have to overcome. And then it was such a mountain and hurdle of like oppression that I needed to work through you know, from just the years of where we, of the way we grew up and and the way we were taught what marriage was. And it was honestly a kind of very toxic view of marriage, I think, that we were taught. But yeah, and it, and it was so surprising. And I think I told my mom something one time and she was like so surprised that I ever, that I like felt like that, you know, like I don't want to go to hell because I'm getting bored, you know? And it's like from somebody who's not religious at all now, really, you know, and isn't really in that community for me to have, that's like my first thought that comes to mind. Like that's wild. Well, right. And I, but like, well, yeah, see, and that's what I'm saying though. But like, I think like to hear, like, especially like for, okay. Okay. Cause like girl and I, girl, listen, confessions of the soul right here on mother freaking politics making fashion i would go through difficult times in my marriage and there's this idea um of like speaking in faith and always speaking the positive and yes, like yes and like not hiding your issues but dealing with your issues that you have but definitely like keeping them private so to speak, like dealing with them with your spouse, but not necessarily like going. Have you heard view. of um, toxic positivity? Yes. I have. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But like, and I remember being like having moments where like I would have, I would leave a conversation or a situation with my husband feeling so, so sick and so horrible. And then like post something so sweet. And like whatever about him on, on this stupid internet and like, try to like, in my mind, like speak in faith, like the good things, focus on the good so, things. So you weren't even, it wasn't like you were lying. It was like, you were posting something that you like, you want to happen. Like you're right. right but okay. The, yeah. But, but yeah, even, yeah. or like, even like something that like does happen, but again, it's like, why are you posting that? And also why are you even posting about any of this stuff? on what, the uh, like, what, That's what, a whole know, other right? mental health issue. <laughs> But like, and then like, but then for me, hearing people that I know really truly love God the way I love God and like believe in what he says to be true, but then also having them come out and say, hey, sis, guess what? To be treated like this isn't acceptable. Yeah. And, yeah. and for you to sit there and not address it is also not acceptable. Like you have to speak to it. You're worthy of standing up for yourself. You're worthy of saying, Hey, I don't like that. And like, yeah. and, and it's so interesting because I feel like, and this is, again, this is TikTok hearing things like that and seeing women of faith and women that I respect kind of speaking out, so to speak, and kind of coming with that idea. Right, Cause there's still this whole thing. Like if you're a divorced woman, are you, or you're okay with divorce that people see it as like, you just jump to divorce, right. you know? And, and for me, I needed that in between to where I'm not jumping to it, but like, I don't, what is, 
what else is there to do after you kind of do everything? And I think that's kind of the part that was missing was like, what do you do once you've done all these options and, and went through all this now and you're still kind of in the same place? Like there has to be another option for you instead of just, you know, hoping that it would get better. Oh, and, and, that, and that's kind of almost like I would hope that, it, you know, he's going to change or he's going to do this and it's going to get better. And it's like, yeah, I can try to be positive and not be negative because, guys, I'm I'm definitely a pessimist. It does, <laughs> it does not come naturally for me to be optimistic. Um, so, like, Chelsea is. And I try, would try to, like, steal some of that optimism and try to and and do what you said try to put that forward and you know and this is the man that he he can be and stuff like that and it's like well if he doesn't want to be that then i then what am i doing (laughs) right but then also like and like and that's what i'm saying though like like for me to hear like hey guess what it's okay for you to speak up for yourself in, in America, because like anywhere else I'd speak up for myself, it's okay for you. And if this person doesn't respond well, that's a whole other issue. Right. And you ignoring it isn't going to go away. Girl, I saw stuff like this on TikTok. When I tell you, like uh, just just maybe about a year, year and a half ago, I started saying things to my husband that where I was like, hey, I don't like that. Or yeah. like, hey, like you did this and it made me feel some type of way. And guess what? <laughs> no mystery over here. He's like, Oh my gosh, really? Like that wasn't my intent or whatever. And when I tell you the first time I started to do that, I could have woken up with my head sewn to the carpet and still not been as surprised as I was that he wasn't like <laughs> raging out or like, Oh, I'm going to leave you. Like all of a sudden yeah, like, he was yeah. like, but it's like, because I felt like I couldn't say anything and I got to be positive yeah. or whatever. And, and I'm telling you, it's, it sounds and so that, and dumb, it's not but these being ideas negative. came from. No, yeah. it, these ideas yeah. came from TikTok and they were like, and yeah. if you're a man, or it's your not partner, being negative to tell receive. somebody the truth. It's yes. not being negative to like have speak a boundary. Up, yeah. To speak a fact, you're not being negative. You're saying like, Hey, this is like, this is what's happening. And if the person you know? you're in a relationship with is going to freak out and implode, you got real issues. And that like, that's actually a good thing that you're seeing that because you probably right. need right. a lot more help or shouldn't be in that relationship. But yeah. it's so funny. And I remember, like, I remember finally, like, I actually talked to my husband about it. I was like, you know, I just appreciate that I can, like, tell you, like, hey, I need you to help me out. And I don't feel like you're helping me out. And I feel overwhelmed. And you're looking at me like I have six heads. Like, oh, my gosh, I didn't even know you felt that way. What do you want me to do? Yeah. And, like, you kind of partner with me. And he's looking at me again like I have six heads. And he's like, why wouldn't I? Like, I didn't know. But, like, yeah. again, like, yeah. the way we're raised, like, we're not saying anything. And we're being positive, And we're lifting our husbands up in public. But ultimately, we're not saying anything about the way we feel. And then yeah. nothing gets fixed. And then we sit here bitter. Like, what? Right. Yeah. And I'm but happy. Anyway, all that to say it came from TikTok. Like TikTok has been such a like positive tool. So I'll, listen, TikTok. Well, me. and I I just last week um I gave a presentation speech on social media. And I saw it. It was media. actually really well done, and I loved what you wore. Side note. Thank you. Um, You're I welcome. have my um speech thing. I'm I'm supposed to be uploading and stuff, guys. I feel like you should. But it. <laughs> But one of the things that social media for me, I feel like it can be so positive and it can teach you so much and it can be a support system for there's a lot of people out there who don't have like a you and me, you know, or who don't have my brother's my best friend and who don't have that. And there's a lot of people who are alone, who come home from work 
and they're in their house by themselves. And for those people to be able to get online and have an online community and a support system and to see positive things, like it means a lot more to some people than it does other people. And I think that social media can have such a negative connotation and kind of image, but I, I feel like it can be such a positive thing. And you can, and I really curated my feed over the time of COVID. One of the things I did that was a really small thing, but helped in my self-esteem body image side was I took off any influencer who was under five nine because I realized that I am tall and I am big. And like, if you, if I'm going to look at somebody else's body type and style and their clothing and they're smaller, it's going to, it affects me in a way and it doesn't look like it would look on me. And so when I kind of removed those things, I started adding in a lot more black women to my feed and do it. And it honestly, it made such a difference. And it probably guys, it probably took me like 10 minutes. Um, it made such a a difference and my feed is really positive and that has to do with the algorithm. And like, I learned black history on TikTok all the time that I didn't know about, um, events that happened, um, that I didn't know about. One of my, I, one of my friends, uh, sent me a TikTok about sundown towns, which I knew about, but she just was learning about. And she, you know, and she was looking stuff up and everything. And, and that's what happens when you're, when you get information and you, then you take TikTok off and you go and you Google it and you look it up or you like, I will watch a true crime documentary off of some true crime story that I saw on TikTok. You know, you're, so you're, you're learning and you're taking it away. And I think that it can be such a positive thing. And I think so many people don't have support systems and they need, and that's their support system and that's their lifeline. Um, and so just because for you it's stupid and just because you think social media is dumb um, doesn't mean it is. And I think it can really help people and, and for me become an art form and, and be a way that I can share my message the way that me and you can share our message to people and get our voices out there and stuff. But yeah, you know, like uh, learn some stuff, guys. It's, learn it's <laughs> some stuff. And also like, yeah, it. listen, I'm telling you, it, it's so true. And I've actually, cause I think that like online bullying and um, social media bullying has been such a real thing. Like there's actually specifically an 11 year old girl who, on like committed suicide because of social media bullying, um, literally right here in Philadelphia. Like that's been such a real thing, but it's been also interesting to see specifically like on TikTok when Selena Gomez was apparent. I, I I don't even know the whole story, so I'm like not trying to like <laughs> like speak the gospel on or whatever. But I feel like just to see. So um, Kylie Jenner is the most followed woman on social media. And then when apparently people thought, and I don't know if she actually did, but apparently when people thought she mean girled Selena Gomez, they literally unfollowed her. And now she's yeah, the most but, followed but person. Yeah. Right there, that's positive. And then right. also I've seen a lot of TikToks going around about a little girl named Kira who was invited to a sleepover under false pretenses <gasps> and literally tortured, no. tortured for four hours, stabbed. She's unrecognizable right now. She's in the hospital by these four girls. They're 13 years old, by the way. And the response to that. Are they in jail? They're going, they're going to face charges. Okay. But the response. Are they being charged as an adult? 
I hope so because seven people is an adult thing to do. But I I bring that up to say like I we should post like a warning before we post this episode. But um, (laughs) I bring I bring that up to say that 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 has kind of been made public on like TikTok and Instagram Mm -hmm. and things like that. But the outpouring of support and the people who are standing against that type of behavior and calling it what it is and saying like yeah these girls these bullies need to be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law listen some anything can be negative but it it can also be positive so i think that's the thing is like if you use it in a positive way it can do a lot of good and i'm telling you something as dumb as tiktok has truly encouraged me and and helped change some like significant avenues in my life so right yeah that's how i feel about tiktok jacqueline's been raising money on uh facebook for uh pie in the face she's gonna pie her teacher Oh my god! And so her and her friend are—I mean, they've like—it's a dollar for three tickets. So people have been giving them money. Um, you know, she's taken like fifty dollars to school and stuff to get all these tickets. Oh my god! And it's—and but it's so sweet to me because I posted it on Facebook, just posting about her pie and face thing, and people started messaging, "Hey, do you need like what's your Venmo? I'll send you donations and stuff." And and. And it's such a, it was just so sweet and thoughtful and people taking their little $5 and sending it to her and to support her, to support her. Right. And, and this money is going to their mental health services in their elementary school. So they'd go for people like me, social worker who works as a behavioral health technician, um, it goes to hiring people like me, keeping our office, like having supplies for the kids and stuff. So it's so positive, but, but I do see so many good, positive things happening. Um, you know, and I think we need to highlight those things like that little me posting that in my Facebook family, just coming in the clutch and, you know, donating money and stuff was just so sweet. Yeah. And being used for something that's positive. Right. Right. Love that. Well, guys, it has been a wonderful episode chatting with you. I um, love a Sunday episode. I really feel, I feel so calm. <laughs> me too. It's been wonderful. Guys, make sure that you like and subscribe to our podcast wherever you follow. Um, thank you to our new subscribers on Spotify and on Apple Podcasts. You guys have been coming in and clutch. Chelsea, our Spotify followers have been going up. Hopefully we'll reach a hundred followers soon. So if you Ooh. haven't already subscribed and followed, definitely follow us. Um, follow us on TikTok at politics, but make it fashion. Follow us on Instagram at politics, but make it fashion one. And we will chat soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to Politics But Make It Fashion. My website is www.amberviola.com. You can follow me on Instagram at amber underscore underscore viola, on Facebook, Amber Viola, or you can follow me on Twitter at Queen Black. That's Q U E E N B L A Q U. Chat soon.